Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. My name is George, I'm here with Sean. Hello, Sean. Good afternoon, good evening, or good morning. <laughs> it's, good it's, evening not even, yeah, it's not even <laughs> afternoon here. Uh, and John's here. Hello, John. Hello. How are you? Fine, thank you. It's Blue Monday today. Are you feeling blue? I didn't even know da, it was da, Blue da, Monday. Da, 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 da. It got mentioned earlier on the... <laughs> you <know>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sean? It's just Sean. Yeah, right. no, I didn't know I did my impression so. of Blue Monday by New Order. No, yes, I didn't know it was, so I don't buy so you're not feeling such blue. crap. So you're not feeling blue? No. Yeah. Fine, thank you. And Reese is here. Hello, Reese. Hello. Nice to have you back. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for coming. Thanks for changing. That's all right. It's just it's great. It's just uh, hospital how, visits and whatnot. How was, you, how was your journey in? More important. How was your journey yeah. in? Yeah, all right. Yeah. yeah all right. Good. How's the girlfriend? Yeah, all good. Still strong? Still strong, <laughs> yeah. yeah. How's, how's, uh, how's yours? Fine. Fine. Wife, should I say? Yeah, all fine. good. Perfect. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> uh, we're here to talk about West Ham. We are. Really? As always. Come on, you irons. Jesus, Sean, that's so loud. People's ears gone. People's ears or car speakers. Sorry. It's so loud. <laughs> it doesn't get out much. Come on, then. Sorry for that. I'll turn it down in post. Excellent. Um, we're talking about West Ham. Let's start with the exciting game on Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah. which Everton none of us two West wanted West to go West to West Ham because Everton we two. thought we would be done over. We all said no, we didn't. Yeah, we did. The predictions. If you listen to last, we all said we'd lose. Yeah, but I, I didn't not go because I thought we'd lose. You just didn't go. I just didn't go because be it was freezing asked. cold. It was on telly, and I didn't want to spend another thirty quid. Right. Fair enough. All right. Wind your neck in. <laughs> Don't accuse us all of knowing that we're going to get battered. Don't paint everyone with your yeah. brush. We Sean. did all say we'd get, l- we'd lose, though. Yeah. yeah. Right. What's your point? This is the optimistic podcast. Yeah. As always. Podcast. Uh, so we won that game on penalties. We did. That was very nerve-wracking. Oh, heck penalty shoot out. Shoot out. Well, it was a very nerve-wracking game. I mean, not the first half, but the second half. Um, as soon as they equalised, from then on. I was peering behind a pillow to watch it. When I must admit, when Luka- Lukaku, Lukaku scored, um, I thought that it's was all it. over. Mm. I thought that was it. I thought we were out. But then a uh, super sub Colton. <laughs> I love that man so much. Yeah, uh, he was in and around the area where he Ooh, should be finish. as centre forward, and then he, a really good he, finish. He scored a goal. And then we got. Oh no, it was the other way around. Morales' goal was first, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It was great substitution by the technical genius that is Sam yeah. Adichie. Yeah. And John, when when he when he was waiting to come on, you called it. You said that Carlton Cole would come on, score the equaliser, and then it will go to penalties. Time and penalties. He will miss his penalty and will go out. 
and when he scored the goal and he walked up to take his penalty, I was going, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's not going to happen. I d- did they practice penalties? Because it looked like they I did. don't think they did. I don't know. Sam Andai said Mark Noble's never practiced a penalty in his life. Um, but I thought the penalties <laughs> were good. Uh, it was a bit unlucky for Stuart Downing. And don't um, like left foot penalty takers. I don't think it was unlucky. I just don't think it was never. very good. And apparently Adrian had never saved a penalty till that night. Did you know that? I didn't. But he has only ever paid for like Real Betis's B team. Yeah. Mm. He, um, he did well. <laughs> he and let's not well forget the. So why would, I, why would I? Why would I know that? Adrian seemed to get involved a lot in the uh, sort of like the tactics of like trying to put the other player off more than he did actually stand there and try and yeah. concentrate on which way they were going to. Be taking the penalty, he, he seemed to get so involved in it all. He got the crowd, played with the crowd. Yeah, but he was doing so much <laughs> trying to put the other player off that he seemed to not realise he should set himself and try and yeah, save the penalty, you know. He didn't seem to do... But, but yeah. you know, you can't... He was the hero of the hour. Gloves um, off. Gloves was off, brilliant, which wasn't was it? a lovely thing. What's that? Hashtag brilliant. gloves off. Take the gloves off, walk up. I don't need these anymore, warlock. This is going to be the end of it. You I must admit, I know this is again. your domain, but I had a little tear in my eye, John. I know you you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you usually do the crying at football, but I didn't, I didn't cry, I didn't bawl, but I had a little tear in my eye with emotion. When that a lonesome tear. When that ninth goal penalty went in to make sure we win and go through to the next round. I was just amazed, really. Because we just think, when you get a penalty shoot, you think, West Ham, we're going to lose. We hadn't won the last five penalty shootouts. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Five penalty shootouts without a win. But it's sort of sh- shit like that we normally lose, don't we? we Let's do. face it. So to actually win it, it was unbelievable. But my, my only mother. question would be, is obviously we haven't spoken about it, but they went down to ten men. Yeah. No. We sh- should we have done better, or is it the magic of the FA Cup? You know, everybody throws tactics and normal form out the window and it's just a scramble for who can get the best chance. Sometimes the the team with 10 men do better, but Mm. it just seemed typical that they went down to 10 men and then went 2-1 up. It's just... Well, if you look at the stats, we we did slightly better, didn't we, George? We did. Well, it's 50-50 in possession. We had 28 shots with 9 on target against their 11 with only 3 on target, so... It was a lot more shots. It was the possession, though. That, that you know, yeah, it was. It was. It was like we wasn't a comfortable team with ten men. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a classic game, but it was an exciting game. Yeah, good cup. The game. magic of the FA Cup came alive with that game, it with our lucky purple shirts, which I hope you're going to buy now, John. A purple <laughs> yeah, shirt. Yeah, likes the purple shirt. But it was like you could see it was starting to get on. Then I mean, when uh, Noble and Tonkins had a little go at each other, didn't they? One point. Yeah, what was all that about? Was that just the heat of the moment? I think, I think someone was, was supposed to be marking someone, and uh, yeah, I think they were just passions were running I mean, high. They're just getting extremely frustrated with this bloody Everton team. They just can't get rid of them. Yeah. You know, they are like. There was one interesting thing that uh, Sam said afterwards to to BT Sport, and that was he said, "Why did Adrian take the penalty? Uh, who decided that Tompkins wasn't going to take it?" And Sam said, "Tompkins." So. Yeah. Obviously, Tompkins said, nah. I'm not sure about that. I think... Well, was Sam, are you saying Sam lies to national TV? No, maybe the Adrian just thought, you know what, I'll just... Did I'm so pumped up, I'll take it. Did they not only... Because they uh, they were down to 10 men, didn't... That was, you that's only the allow, rule. You're that's not allowed to line up with 10 men yourself, so yeah, one, right. someone had to pull out. So someone is not allowed to take a penalty. But Sam did oh. say that. So maybe it was Tompkins who decided... Yeah, but you wouldn't have thought it would be that. That's pre-done, isn't it? A person would have to agree who doesn't yeah. want to take one, and probably James Tompkins, but because you thought they're never going to go that far anyway, yeah, yeah. which shouldn't have anyway. But oh, anyway. Anyway. down and scored. Was mm. it what, so? Just just ask a question, uh, and I have got some questions, only three questions in a minute. But question. Stuart Downing, was it a good penalty? No, we missed it, wasn't it? I mean, he obviously <laughs> missed it, but you, you know, right. well, no, it wasn't, it wasn't no. It doesn't right. matter, I suppose. Right, shall I ask my question? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hang on, because uh, the, the, the right, jingle well, was we're actually talk- about to come in we're, in we're about three, two, one. Question. There you go. Right. Everton uh, genius over there. So it's qu- quite a simple question. Was it the most <laughs> exciting 
end to a home game in living memory? Um, no. Right, you've got to say what, what was then? West Ham won Arsenal nil. Okay. Or oh, Pardew and Wenger had a little fight on the side. That's in my recent memory. Yeah. What was the game that's... Speaking of Marlon Howard. Oh, yeah, we bumped into Marlon Howard on the oh, way back. Oh, yeah. no way. Yeah. Oh. He was getting in his motor. Oh. Down hey. back where the old Howard used to be. Well, he didn't get a, a parking space in the player's car park. No, he was parked in the street. Oh, oh. Bless him. Um, are we, we going to do a jingle for the second up. question or just go for it? Uh, yeah, we can do a second question. Question. <laughs> was Adrian? <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> Nothing. Just, just hope we were talking about off air. Uh, PJ, was Adrian PJ. to blame for the Morales? PJ, game? private joke. Oh, private what? Was Adrian to blame for the Morales? Game? Uh, I wouldn't say he's purely to blame. I'd also blame the person who gave away the free kick, but he should have done better with Change it. I think. Right? Yeah. He left. A, he left a too big a gap. Yeah, he didn't. Well, that, that's exactly what um, he didn't do very well. Phil Park said and said it was a schoolboy error. He uh, yeah, he should have done better with it. Yeah, Living but he, ma- he made up for it. All's forgiven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Question he, number three. Um, yeah. Got yeah. Else to say. Yeah. Crack on. No, I was just going to say that um, Phil Park said he's still got a lot to learn. You know, he's still learning. Will he get the keeper. chance to learn though? <gasps> Will he? 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 Question. This, this is a final question, and and probably we, um, John touched on this earlier. Willie, <laughs> oh, Willie, <laughs> was the Cole substitution a tactical masterstroke, and is Carlton Cole a football genius? Carlton Cole is a football genius, and Sam Aladici is a tactical master. Yes, there you've heard. Yes, it. you've heard Ooh. it here now. You've heard both. George and John say that. You, it did work, though, didn't it? And only in the FA Cup. It's the magic of the It's the magic. Can't call was a magic man. Yeah. He wears a magic hat. Yeah. And when he played for West Ham, he said he fancied mm. that. Well, you know what I've got to say now, don't you? No. Let's hear what the gaffer has to say. Well, <laughs> well actually, we won't hear what the gaffer has to say because I didn't get the video, uh, sorry, the interview <laughs> from this one. I've actually done it for the next one, which is the whole City game. Oh. Which brings, is a nice link <laughs> to the whole City game. Yeah, it's George. a lovely link. Yeah. <laughs> to the listeners, they don't have a clue that we've just stopped recording, looked for the file, and then you realise that you hadn't done it. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, we went to hold him, we did. We did. Free now it was. Oh. <sighs> yeah. Took and my, and took you easy. made the ultimate sacrifice, didn't you? There were no trains. A lamb. You walked <laughs> from Surrey all the way to the bowling ground. We, we didn't walk. All right. Well, you caught a bus with the general public. No, we didn't. We no? got, we what did got, you do? We got on the district line and sat oh. on there for about an hour and a half. Oh Even though that was running late and delayed. I had an all-day Sam Allardyceogram, so I couldn't go. But Could I did watch on you Sky weren't working, Sports. You We took my daughter, my eldest daughter, who she says that she's never seen us lose, Sean. Mm. That was the yeah. Well, maybe she should have my season ticket then. <laughs> Why? Because I have seen us lose. If she okay. made, I would sacrifice my season ticket if it meant we could win every game for the rest of every home game forever and ever and ever, forever and ever. Oh man, we should have to give it back as soon as we drew or lost. <laughs> That's fair. Anyway, it was a bit, no, of a, bit of a trek to get up there. It was freezing cold, but we got in there all full of the joys of. Like being out in the fresh, looking forward to riding the riding the rock wave <coughs> of like euphoria from the FA Cup game, and then we had a first half which was absolutely shocking. It was. It was. It was a very poor start. Um, no one could string any passes together. Hole were all over us. Kept Song, falling over. Song kept losing the they ball. Just kept falling <laughs> over. For some reason. Noble kept passing it to the wrong players. Yep. I just. Looked like a cup hangover. They did. They looked. Like, they genuinely looked like they were sort of like two paces well, slower than the Sam, whole team. Sam says they were fatigued. Yeah. It's rubbish. But what, when was the game? Wednesday. Tuesday. 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 Oh. It's oh. rubbish. Oh. They can't oh. be fatigued. Just yeah, that. Ketchup on the guilt. What the I don't. I don't think. I'll tell you what I think. 
Or we, is, that, is there a question in there, Sean? In question. Right? Read ahead. Put your glasses on. Read ahead. Yeah, you should try and read, John. Ooh. Just read the running There's order. No point in giving me a, giving you a running order. Sean's if you're not bothered read to it. do a running order tonight, so you might as well use it. There's only one episode I didn't do a running order, and like you one get too many. me for the rest of my life through you. <laughs> um, the stats were: West Ham fifty-four percent possession, Hull forty-six percent possession. Uh, we had 17 shots with six on target to their nine with three on target. In the first so half, it was 55% to them, wasn't it? It was, stats, yeah. stats don't lie, man. We won <coughs> the game. But they, I I was on a different podcast last night, a Premier you League. You what? Yeah. It's a Premier League one. EPL. The EPL round mm. table. With some Americans. Brilliant. Um, and I was talking to a whole city fan. An American whole... No, no, it oh. was an English one called Peter. And I was pretty honest. I was watching on Sky Sports, as I said. Right. And I thought Hull deserved to be 1 0 up at half time. How honest of you. It was. You are so honest and well, so observant. Yeah. They so deserve to be more. But than they one did up, what really. West Ham often do, which is they didn't take their chances in the first half and they were punished in the second half. Because it was a game Ouch. of two halves. Oh, oh. <laughs> halves. Oh, Sato over there. Yeah. Do you like that? I did. You heard that saying before, a game of two Not halves. Not said like that, no. Yeah. You want to carry on? Yeah. What, 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 what point are you I, making? I don't say anything because I'm waiting for questions. And then oh, okay. So we're just going to questions? Yes, going to questions. <laughs> Question. So we've said what a disappointing first half it was. Disappointing. Who were the the main culprits for the first half display? Uh, Sam Allardyce. Mark Noble was poor. Alex Song were poor. There are two key players. Uh, But also, I thought James Tompkins had a really... He had to be saved by uh, Collins like three times. Sam Allardyce changed the whole system of our team to accommodate Nolan in the point of the diamond. Which is the position Nolan that as well. You've got, you've got to say Nolan didn't have a. But he changed he changed the whole team. So he he put Nolan in the position where Downing has been outstanding all season, and to yeah, accommodate it, Nolan that did seem a bit strange. Mm. And it's then cr- just craziness. Second half, he changed it back. He put Nolan out wider, um, Downing into the middle, and pretty soon, yeah, we were winning. Okay. All right, we've named and shamed the culprits. Next. Question. Do you agree with Sam's comments after the match? And he said, all this tippy-tappy stuff, everybody keeps on going about the right way to uh, play football is a load of old bollocks sometimes. What's he talking about, John? I think he's talking about passing it between the defenders backwards and forwards a bit until you get pressed and closed down and then pass it back to the goalkeeper then lump it long to Andy Carroll because that's what <laughs> we seem to do for most of the first that's half That's tippy-tap. Anyway. I know. See, I'd never heard of the real definition. I'd have gone on the Urban di- Dictionary to find out what um, tippy-tappy is. But have you uh, been on the Urban Dictionary to find out what tippy-tappy is? No, I haven't. Why not? Let's have a look now. Okay. For tippy, um, he's basically saying short passing. Uh, just, just a random fact. Kevin yeah, Nolan was covered the most distance. He covered 7.1 miles yeah, for that. us yesterday. Yeah, yeah. That's because he kept doing nothing with it, trying to get it back. Just letting you know. Why R- does random s- random why does fact. Why does Sam actually have to talk and talk about tippy-tappy and this and that? Because he's trying to get... He's, he's annoyed, isn't he? I mean, you're four points and He's probably been Champions asked the question as well, to be mm. fair. I mean, you, it did change that all to... was quite a long ball, wasn't it? For the it's tactical long balls for the goals, yeah. but th- the end of the day, it's the old question that goes round: Would you rather play well and be mid-table-ish, lower bar- uh, lower bottom, or would you play well, not to strengths or play long ball, so to speak, but be up and around Europe? Mm. It, it, it's it's you if you want to play tippy tappy <laughs> and be like a. <laughs> And be like, say, an Aston Villa. Dippy tappy. Aston Villa play the right way. Mm. You can't see my quotation marks. Yeah. But they're doing right nothing. Right way. Yeah. Whereas every now and again you rough it and rough. play it a bit long. Well, 
I don't mind mixing it up. Mm. I don't mind, but he... he I think he's getting annoyed with people wanting him to play... G.J. John. Wanting West Ham to play, say, the West Ham way, as it's put. But that's not going to get the result. Because for the first half a dozen games this season, we were playing the majority of the game was short passing. It was faster movement. He's a, he's changed the style. I thought it was Tick Attacker anyway. Tick Attacker, well, yeah. yeah, that was it. He's changed it completely to accommodate Carroll and Nolan. He's still getting results though. Indeed, to, no, yeah, to, to some degree we are. It's our mm. first winning. What? what oh our, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our first winning four, four games, short, four league league games. Yeah. yeah. You got to what? take into account Chelsea and Arsenal. Um, well, yeah, in saying that, yeah. though, well, the way you are playing. How do you set up? Do you set up like to play a team like Chelsea? to preserve the point and not attack them at all and get done mm. anyway? Or do you go out there and encourage yeah, them? Yeah, surely you're right. Go you on, look bored. Have a go. No, I'm not. Sorry. Yeah, Try and have a go. Having a rest. Have a <laughs> win. Yeah. Have a go. At <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I, I, I think he's best. annoyed at, at, at um, <laughs> not playing the right way, so to speak. He's had I, that I think his he whole wants career. Out. I think he wants I out. I think he wants out as well. He will go. We will talk about that. Next question. Final question. Question. So the final question was: It was yeah. a bit surprising that the sponsor man of the match was Alex Song. It's always Alex Song. It's always Alex Song. Uh, he had an awful first half. He and did. Yes, he had a really well. He had a really good pass for the. He had a much goal. better second half. Much better. Um, second half. And his his second that pass to Downing was was fantastic. But I'm going to ask you, all three of you. Who was your man of the match? Georgie Porch. Um, hmm. Valencia. Creswell. Amalfitano. Uh, he uh, came on and did yeah, absolutely um, everything right. Yeah, well, I'm going to take Creswell because I thought Creswell had really good, but I would agree with you, George, uh, John. I, I think Ella Valencia ran and ran and ran and ran and caused yeah, lots of problems. Yeah, he did. Second half, he had a great game, yeah. I thought. Amalfitano should get a first team position now. I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Placed on Kevin Nolan. Yeah. I think it's time to bench Nolan yeah, and bring I him agree. on as a sub. He, he's he still got his one year. Nolan's still got a year. Yeah, yeah I think. he's still got. It's not this end of this season and the next. Next. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I was going to say. Uh, so if you, I would go. I would go with Song on yeah. the. I, I did you watch really the game. So you're going to give it to I Song. I think as a, he's a someone that they look towards. Fans look towards. He's playing rubbish. He's probably got a right rollicking at half-time. And I think he gets people up along as Noble. I think he surpassed Noble as being the not necessarily with his voice, but just with how he gets on the ball and that He can sing, though. He, he, brilliant, yeah. yeah. But I, mean, I, I think... Noble I'd, did I, have a poor game. Yeah, but I, th- I think as Song... The more Song gets the ball, the more he gets it, the more confident other people play. Do you think he will drop Noble and play Malfitano and Nolan? Yes, I do. I think the way he's setting it up now, he keeps taking Noble off. And to be fair, like he didn't have a good game. No, he didn't. But he keeps taking Noble off, and I think that's what he'll end up doing. I think we'll see more of that towards the end of the season. And when Kiati comes back as well. Yeah, would Noble be happy? He's no, played tonight, by the way. I don't, think Noble, I don't think Noble's going to get a look in. Yeah. Do you see Kiati started... Um, for uh, Senegal today no. against Avron Grant's Ghana. They were 1-0 down. I don't know. <laughs> Avron Grant's Ghana. Ghana. <laughs> he is. He's manager of Ghana now. It was 1-0 when weird. I last saw it. Is it 1-0? Yeah. Yeah. you got your wall chart up, haven't you, John? Yeah. <laughs> African <laughs> Nations. It, it, it's the African Nations Cup on TV. It is. It's it on ITV Sport. Sport. How is it? Yeah. Oh. Eurosport as well. And Eurosport. Right. Uh, Sean, do it right well, this time. Let's hear what the man from Dudley had to say. Sam, great win, very impressive, especially second half. Yes, I think that um, the, there was two things in the first half. There was there was fatigue um, out of Tuesday night. There was no doubt about that, and uh, we weren't functioning very well in that system. So, so at half time, it, it really boiled down to me t- talking to the players about changing the way we played. Went back to a diamond, blocked midfield, looked better where I thought all were controlling the midfield and started playing forward quicker on on Stuart Downing, Anna Valencia and Andy Carroll. And then we started to expose all City's defence that was always very comfortable, to be honest with you, in the first half. So once we started doing that and then the first goal going in, 
quickly after half time really settled us down and then the quality of the next two finishes is what we've been looking for we've been creating many many chances recently but we haven't found that type of quality of finishing often enough in these games that's why we've drawn a couple instead of winning a couple uh, we've won this one and the lads have done the ultimate then which is you know one of the most important things for us now to the end of the season no goals against mm. um, I was going to talk about the quality of, uh, of the second and third goals I think their goalkeeper he disappointed with the first he's pushed it back into Andy's path but Andy's had to work hard to get there first and then terrific little thing from from Amal Fitano and very cool from Stuart Downing yes and I mean <clears throat> because we've uh, uh, had to pick our substitutions on the basis of what some of the players had done on Tuesday night playing a um, 90 minutes and extra time and so M Morgan hadn't done that and Alex had already played 60 minutes so he stays on uh, Ginge had a bit of a problem uh, with his back so Reedy came on and, and Ginge being, being Collins yeah <laughs> Collins yeah and uh, I mean and I think that in the end James Tompkins were then feeling uh, tight hamstring as well after doing you know all that on Tuesday night again but when you're 3-0 up you, we put Joey on who's a fullback but you you know the game's really won from there so we've not picked up any injuries from from this game which is important and there may have been some fatigue in the players later on where they might have pulled an hamstring or they might have done a calf muscle or a thigh or a groin and, and, and hopefully for us keeping the squad fit with the FA Cup coming up as well as very important Premier League matches we've got this uh, this squad fit and ready to to push on till the end of the season how important Sam just to send out a little bit of a message because you know some people have been saying oh look you know West Ham are going back to where they should be because you dropped out of that top four five six but you sent out a message today with an excellent performance yeah well, I mean we've only lost um, you know two games over over uh, the Christmas period one of those was Arsenal and the other one was Chelsea and uh, you know, I think that even in the Arsenal game, we did certainly deserved a draw at least, if, if not more than that. But, you know, West Brom and Swansea, where we were 1-0 up and ended up 1-1, is where I've been calling for the clean sheet ratio to get better from the players. But now we've won a game, and I mean, it wasn't so long ago Southampton lost five on the trot. You know, we, we've lost a couple on the trot and got a couple of draws and now a win. So I'm hoping we can kick on like a Southampton have done because they've put themselves right back up there an outstanding run of, uh, of wins and hopefully we can get back in the in the winning frame of mind rather than the drawing frame of mind and if I can just ask you one about Stuart Downing um, his all-round contribution this season has been excellent he was out right-hand side a little bit first half more central second half um, but he's he's really enjoying himself by the look of it he took his goal well of course he did I that. mean and the quality of the passing I mean that's what you're looking for isn't it? if you look at the quality of pass to Stuart he can make those runs and um, and then, of course, uh, you know, a nice finish. And he's really totting up his goal-scoring record this year, which is really, really great from our point of view. You know, Andy has got another one, you know, uh, and they got one here, even though it was in the Cup, which is good for him. He could have had, a, you know, one today again. Andy could have had two. Uh, Stewart's got one. Um, Kevin nearly had one. You know what I mean? So those are our goal-scorers, those where we look to be the main threat and our main leading goal scorers throughout the season and, and I think that um, if these lads continue to convert chances like they did today Morgan Amifatano that's three he's got since he's been with us it all, it's all good from the fact that if we keep clean more clean sheets then even though we're not playing so well like we weren't in the first half they can score a goal at any time for us and it changes the game and that certainly did today when Andy scored the first one uh, our clip cut off a little early there, so Sean filled in. Yeah. You, do you see the He does a really good impression of some advice. He gets paid. <laughs> filled in the last word. He gets paid to do it, so <laughs> you may as well fill in the last yeah. word. <laughs> I just sound so like him. So there you go. There that's you go. That's, that's Hull. To say. That's Hull. From Dudley. A solid win after a poor start. It's good to see us turn around a game like that. Mm. Super I'd, Sunday. I'd like to throw a question out there, Sean. Yeah, question. 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 The way we're going, yeah. and you look at our little uh, run of games we've got yeah. coming up as well. Yeah. Some hard ones, yeah. Would you rather us finish seventh this season, just yeah. out of Europe, and not qualify for the Europa League and then probably struggle next year because our squad will find it difficult to play quite often? This is a quite a complicated question, complicated question. What is the actual question? Well, would you rather not qualify for Europe this year would you rather finish outside of the European yes. places? Yeah, I, th I think we're not 
quite ready, seventh would be fine. Yeah, I agree. Question? Right, uh, a couple of things just to quickly mention. Obviously, we had the big um, news on Friday. I think we should keep this short. Yeah, it will be. But I just I, noticed I, you've got a 12-minute interview. I've got a call... Um, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. About the sponsor collapse, um, Alpari, and as John said, and it was John who got me to write something saying it's a bit embarrassing that this is the second time with Excel. Um, holidays going busts. <laughs> and now, it was me. And now Pari and I wrote... I put my holiday with it. John was saying... I, I mean, no. actually... It was the funny, me. The funny thing is we might make money. <laughs> Why are right, you giving me George. credit? We might make money out of this because it's our last season. We're going to try and punt... We lost four million, but we might punt it out for five or six million. And more than just a podcast. But, but there, is a, there is a question. I wrote something <laughs> for Clarence and you, and that is... Why do we keep on taking risky businesses on as our sponsors? Film, for the most money. Business. Well, that's it, isn't it? It's yeah, great. Of course it is. So who would you like? Quickly, I know we've only got a short mantle. Who would I like? Who would you like as Apple. sponsor? <laughs> Apple. Right, okay. <laughs> 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 Darren's dildos. <laughs> and Summers. Yeah, and Summers. Got to be Anyway. Who would you like as sponsors? <laughs> if you could choose, who do you choose, Sean? <laughs> I would go McCain's Google, oven. Yeah. Google. Google. Yeah. Aren't Microsoft still the richest Google. company in the world? Yeah, but you want a nice brand, so I would go for Google. Apple's a nice brand. You can see a little Apple. Yeah. Do you, want a, do you want a stable company? It would be quite handy, wouldn't it? Yeah. There you go. Southbourne Builder. <laughs> um, Who? No one, no one really, really, I don't think anyone really cares that much. They don't, do they? Sponsor. I think we should sponsor them. Yeah. Nigel Khan had a suggestion that we should pay £10 more for a shirt, and in return, we have no sponsor for the last um, season at the bowling ground. I think that would generate enough to cover the three million. I have a question for you, Sean. You'd need to sell 500,000 shirts. Are we going to have a major redesign of the kit next year in memory of the first year at the bowling ground? We are having a major redesign. Like Arsenal did. Oh, different colour. We are having a major redesign of the kit and it's already in production. When do we get to see it? I don't know. They should just do like the old cotton... One, yeah, the, one the, season. the classic, just yeah. the, the whole claret with the purple. It should be, shouldn't it? Like Arsenal did that, didn't they? They had the claret tops. Anyway. Arsenal mm. went back to their first I, colour. Yeah, yeah, I, thought, I thought we were copying yeah. Arsenal. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, let's move Haven't on. we got Arsenal's it's, man? It's a momentous day. Do you know what today is? Monday. Blue Monday. Blue it Monday. is the fifth anniversary of our saviours, David Sullivan, so you David say Gold. Daviors? Taking over West Ham Football Club <laughs> and saving our club from financial ruin. From Cal- changing Duke it to West Ham United London. So I've done a couple of uh, articles today, one on West Ham Till I Die. Do you write for West Ham Till I Die? I do, yeah. Saying Where do you find the time? What <laughs> a fantastic job they've done financially off the pitch. But I know not everybody views it this way. So I did a quick interview with Nigel Khan to have his alternative view on what the two Daves have done. Are you doing an introduction to Gaffer? <coughs> it sounds like it. My voice is going. So here's <laughs> what an unwell and croaky Nigel Sean. Khan had to say. Oh, well, Nigel Khan. Terrific. 
and we welcome back to more than just a podcast on this special five-year anniversary special of the two Davids. It's friend of the podcast, Nigel Khan. Welcome back, Nigel. Thank you very much, Sean. Um, I know you're a big fan of the two Davids, along with Sam Aladici. Um, I've done a couple of articles, one on uh, West Ham Till I Die and one on Claret and Hugh, uh, looking at the financial and on-the-pitch um, efforts of, of what they've achieved over the last five years. Um, how do you rate their what they've done over the past five years? <coughs> um, well, I think uh, I'm not a big fan of theirs, to be honest, um, in, in the way that they've run the club. I, I'm sure to many, they look at it <coughs> on, on, the, on the pitch. It has been a big improvement from where they came in. Um, off the pitch, I suppose off the pitch, if you look at the state of the club the day they walked in, it is still an improvement. It is a big improvement. But the way they've gone about it and some of the things that they've done leave a lot to be desired. Well, financially, I don't think you can argue. You know, we were in the absolute... Well, there's no other word here. We were in in dire straits. I was going to use a rude word. Um, and, And they've turned around the fortunes. I mean, some of this, I know, has been down to, you know the way the TV money's come in, etc. But, you know, they are good businessmen and you can't hold that against them. I mean, I would also, also say, actually, if you look at stats, and I know you love stats, off the pitch, oh, sorry, on the pitch, they've actually done worse. If you look at the average number of points we've got in the Premier League, uh, we've done worse in the last five years than the five years before that. Uh, and our average position in the last five years, excluding the championship year, it's been 15th in the last five years. And the last five years before that, it was a ninth. Yeah, so I, I can't believe I'm going to defend them here, but you could say that the five years <laughs> previous to that they come in was bought and paid for on money that the Icelandics perhaps didn't have. Oh yeah, you are defending them. I really like that. So let's get <laughs> let's, let's let's get down to the nitty gritty. What have they done wrong? Because you know they've delivered the ten point plan. You must have read that today. Oh, what yes. have they actually done wrong? You you well, seem to have a vendetta against them. It's a living stadium, isn't it? I don't have a vendetta against them, but I think it's good to point out what they haven't done wrong. They will only put themselves up as saviors and look how great we've done. And they've released that today that we've done our ten point plan and, and we've got a new five-point plan going forward for the next years or whatever rubbish they put up on the site. <laughs> but obviously they're going to ignore all the bad things they've done. The, 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 the disabled ticket uh, scandal where they raised it by 100% but then thankfully Karen Brady steps in and don't worry, it was only 50% rise. Um, no mention of that, obviously. The yeah, but hang on, hang on a minute. I just want to address that. Number one, we're only falling into line the marketplace where everybody else is playing for disabled no, 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 tickets no, no, no. Else, elsewhere. No, no, no. And secondly, it, it is a business, and they have a right to, you know, charge a commercial well, rate. I, you, know, you could I argue we that disabled a... season tickets no, no, were I too cheap in the past. No, you could say that. But it was being harsh. abused. Come on, come on. I know people that were abusing the disabled season ticket system. I know that the people were using fake... Um, uh, certificates to get a disabled knowing that they would get another uh, <coughs> carer as well. There was abuse going on but, the system. But as there is the moment, so what are you doing? Are you penalising Peter to, to like penalise Paul as well? No, no, no. I think it should be a fair... It should be... A friend of ours, you know, should be acting quite double. Alright, right. Let me ask you a question about disabled people. I know a number of disabled people. Disabled people have access to lots of things. Why should they get a ticket that's it's cheaper. They have special access. They have a carer. Why should disabled people have uh, a season ticket that is cheaper, so much cheaper than than anyone else? We are supposed well, to be treating disabled, disabled people, people as, as normal the, citizens. Well, the people that are saying that, people in wheelchairs, generally they don't have access to the, the, the work opportunity we have and are able to earn the money that we earn to pay for the season uh, ticket. That is, that is a valid argument, but I'd also say this people about the uh, same about the unemployed so why can't the unemployed uh get the same well, kind of deal draw a line somewhere, don't you? yeah 
Yeah, we're, we're, I don't think we're going to agree on this one. Right, next next point. So we're moving on from disabled um, season the tickets. Season that ticket 20% discount, the way they handled that. They delivered that. They delivered it. It doesn't oh, matter how on. it came it about it. It course it matters. They, they, they it was didn't like promise it. It, it, it. it was it, not their promise. It, it was someone it, else's it, promise which they fulfilled. It, it in was the West Ham United's promise that, that was took on by them when they bought the football club. That was pointed out to them well in advance. They then come out with a statement denying that they knew about it. Then yeah. it was like it was discovered that actually it's been pointed out to their minions at an SAB meeting well in advance, well in advance, that this scheme was out there and they'll come back to them. Then they tried to use it with a stick to beat those that took the 20%, saying, we'd rather you took the 5% over four years. If you take the 20%, you're going to hinder us in the transfer market. At the same time, paying Cameron Brady a million-pound bonus. Well, again... Market value, she was paid a bonus. When you look at, um, I'm not here she as an paid apologist a bonus for doing her job. Yeah, I know, but so is so is um, Daniel Levy, so is the chief executive well, of Arsenal. I'm not bothered about them. I don't them. support Tottenham or, or, or whatever. But you know, both, both of those chief executives earn <laughs> over 2.5 million pounds each. Her wages went up 50% in that period as well. But you could say she's underpaid. When you look at chief executives oh. in the rest of the Premier League, okay. they earn a lot well, more. She must be underpaid. I feel sorry for the woman. I think she's one of the best businesswomen in the country, <laughs> and therefore you've got to pay Compensation that, that allows us to get access to that kind of um, quality of, of business person. <laughs> you don't agree with that one either. Come on, let's move on. Let's move on Let's move on to the Olympic Stadium. Uh, best interest of the club, isn't it? Uh, it's, it's the best interest for the uh, David Golden, David Sullivan, in paying off the debts that obviously they didn't run up that they inherited. Uh, and it gave them an option of getting out of the debts <coughs> or getting the debts paid off by, by selling the ground uh, or, or selling a, paying off a chunk of the debts. You know, the, the debts are strange in that when they arrived at the club, I think in their opening press conference, they said that we had a 50 million bank debt and there was 40 million football debt. Uh, but there was nothing to come in. The football debt included money to Sheffield United that they yeah, declined to say right. how much it was. But that's all been yeah. paid off. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that yeah. was around £25 million, so we left £15 million we owed on transfer fees, yeah. uh, which must have been paid off by now. Cause they yeah, been. although we owe, we owe so, a bigger yeah, sum now. Yeah, apparently we're still in £100 million pounds worth of debt, even though... Well, we're not in... We we all know we're not in £100 million pounds debt. Most well, of this debt now is owed to the chairman. Though. Well, they, they, they owe it to the chairman. The chairman are owed something like £55 million personally in shareholder loans and uh, interest. Equally, the, the bank debt, which runs about £40 million, was loaned personally, well, not loaned, but it was, it was used to give to the Icelandics to buy shares to loan back to the company. So all the money now that is bank debt, re- sorry, um, debt, not bank debt, comes from David Sullivan and David Gold. They are bankrolling the whole club. Now, it's not third-party debt. It is now shareholder debt, really. <laughs> and, and they will get that money back when they sell the club. Yeah, if they sell the club. Do you know what? And there's nothing wrong with making profit in as long as West Ham um, improve as a club and improve on the pitch. Profit is not a dirty word in football. Uh, no, no profit is needed in football. Um but, I mean, going back to the Olympic Stadium, the, the, the way they've gone about it, I mean, the way they'll clear the debt, they'll get 30, 40 million pounds for the bowling ground. Yeah. So, that's what I'm saying. They said there was 100 million pound debt. 40 million of that must have gone. It was football debt. 25 yeah. million, 30 million catered for for the bowling ground. Yet, they're still saying we've got this same debt virtually all they've done is transferred it over. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not a, a, an economic person, so I don't really understand the business side of it. All I do is I look at it and I say, well, I mean, the, the TV money's gone up, what, 40 million in the time, yeah. a year, yeah. in, in the time that they've got, come in? 
but we we've spent a lot of that money on the pitch, etc. I, I want we can't we can't be speaking too long or, or we're overrun because we've got to carry two games. But I know there was two extra points you brought about the two days. One was via GoGo, and the other one was the five pound tickets. What 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 is your your grief or your beef well, with, no, with like those the go-go thing. Um, tickets at West Ham were advertised a few seasons ago on via GoGo at discounted prices. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With, a, with an unknown seller, because the seller revealed their, um, <laughs> revealed their name. What well, are you suggesting, Nigel? Are you <laughs> suggesting some skullduggery here? Well, are you? Look, look in, 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 as, as business people, I suppose, if they're looking at the ticket office and they've got 500 tickets left at 40 quid and they think, well, we could punt a few of them on via GoGo for a bit, bit, a bit cheaper and no one will know. But, you know, if they sell 500 at 25 quid, it's still better than selling uh, like 100 at 40 quid. Mm. Yeah. Uh, more than just the podcast, would like to point out that they don't agree with any of the allegations that Nigel Khan makes in this interview, <laughs> allegedly. It was, it, was, it was her hypothetical. It was hypothetical. Yeah. I made no allegation that the club will be on <laughs> the cheap selling of tickets on fire Gokan. Yeah. Anyway, that, that um, association ended and we've got Ticket Trader now. Yes. And the £5 ticket... Um, well, the £5 ticket was, was the Man City game that was deemed a community game... Um, but uh, was not being the community game in advance. It was a Category 1 game. Uh, the community game the previous year was Wigan Athletic, and that had been advertised on the website uh, a month in advance that it would be a community game and the community tickets would be offered. This was a game where they put out community tickets, but they only announced it uh, the, um, after the event when people, someone had put a price uh, a picture of the £5 ticket on Twitter. Uh, and then a lot of people realised, especially people that paid 50, 60 quid for that, because it was a Category A game. So the top ticket for that game would have been 70 odd quid. And there were people that were sold £5 tickets. Underhandedly, people would say. Well, hindsight is a wonderful thing over five years. You know, I think, you know, what they do is very public. They would be the first to say that they've made mistakes with, you know, the appointment of Avon Grant and some other things. Uh, you know, and anyone looked well, at anyone's life. Analysis. I'm oh. sure you've made mistakes. Even you oh, have made mistakes we, in your we, life. We all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. But, you know, I, I put my hands up to my mistakes and I admit to them. Uh, do they ever do that? Uh, the club, yeah, I think they it? do. The thing is, it's all, yeah. all you know, they, they'll come out today, you know, people like you will highlight all the good things they've done, and it's as if they don't do anything wrong. Yeah. Well, do. this is why, as, as balance, that's why we got you on, to give an alternative view. Um, I like to uh, give a balanced view. Excellent, excellent. Right, I, we haven't got much time, but um, what do you think? Uh, we've obviously got Bristol City. Quick prediction from you. Uh, Bristol City, all two of the euphoria. 2-0 win. win. We'll win it. 2-0 win. Yeah, 2-0 yeah? yeah? Good, good. I like your optimism. Nigel, it's a pleasure as always having you on the podcast. We like your different views. We love you for it, even though we're recording this podcast from Surrey. And as far as you're concerned, we are Mockneys. You are Mockneys, yes. <laughs> Cheers, Nigel. See you later. Bye. Bye. Sean, do you love Nigel Khan? Yeah, yeah. As a East End villain, he's uh, great. <laughs> Nasty Nick. <laughs> who was great on the panto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's behind you! Ooh, he would ooh. be, you know, I reckon. Oh. Ooh. Allegedly. Bromance. Uh, quickly, because I know we're running out Willy. of time. But <laughs> Willy! Willy, Willy, I'm to start with you. Oh. <laughs> quick answer. Two Daves. <laughs> better off. <laughs> You're right in the car. What are we talking about here? Better we've been... Manage, uh, owned by the two Daves or worse off? Um, no, we'll never know. Well, that, that's a really rubbish answer. John, you answer the same question. Would you be better off owned by the two Daves? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's am. pretty much owned by one of them. <laughs> Go on, John. Come on. <laughs> it wouldn't harm to admit they have done some good things. Yeah, them. I was really impressed with the way they sat Zola, um, brought Avram Grant in, got us relegated, and then got us back up the first season, brought Allardyce to the club, 
They was probably our worst worst football season ever last season. Um, moved us, moved stadium. us from the stadium that I've been going to since nineteen eighties. Sort of grown dear and to my heart. And then take me to a soulless sponsor that's gone bust. Yeah, oh, take, take us to a soulless bowl. And I, you, Nigel Khan, you three between you are in the minority because I think I'm most sure, people I'm appreciate sure. what David and David have done for us. I'm you sure are in you the minority. Are. Yeah, there's a lot of people putting You're up bloody there bloody dinosaurs, David. you lot. Really dinosaurs. Really, really dinosaurs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's easy to do, you know, with really hindsight, pick all the mistakes. But I think they put their own money. They put over fifty million into this club God, and turned it that's around. Pocket money. Anyway, I'm sure we better get on because we're at forty-seven. Forty-seven minutes. minutes. We're going yeah. on a bit. Yeah. Um, more just podcast fans. League update. One hundred seventy-eight of us taking part this season. Uh, he's not a new leader, Sean. He's the leader from last week. It is <laughs> Hid- Hick Chadurchi. He's in first place with one thousand two hundred seventy-eight points. Sean's down to thirty-first, forty-first. With 1,136 points. Oh. Reese is up to 118 yeah. on 1,021 points. George is up to 126 on 1,012 points. While John is down to 173rd. John, you're fifth from bottom. You're 173rd. <laughs> you do the bloody running order if you don't like it. <laughs> you know. There was a time where you'd actually asked a question on the Facebook group to actually oh, get people doing. Up. You don't do anything do anymore. You just turn up and turn the thing on and record. That's oh, it. That's, yeah. that's you're like John. You might as well be John now. That's what John does. He just turns up on the day. And, and Timothy Skinner is in last place. Skinner. 178 on 704. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, You've I, been waiting I, for me to <laughs> say his name to do that, haven't you? I actually spend most of the afternoon formulating my argument, Sean. Don't even read the running order. It's there in front of you. Don't even read it. You go, oh, I don't know what questions are coming up. It's on the bloody running order. Jesus. 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 It's it's the episode where Sean fights back. It's time for this. Yes, it's Facebook Twitter question time. It's where we ask you, the listener, to get involved with us, the podcasters. Uh, Sean, on the group, on the Facebook group today, which is facebook.com forward slash more podcast. I ask the question. Oh, give it a rest. Well, it is your podcast, Sean. It is your podcast. Yeah. It's true, yeah. yeah. Although you don't, don't ever worry. tell anyone on any radio stations you go on that you do a podcast. You just no. tell them that you're a blogger for West Ham to go Either that or <laughs> your trouser size. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or what you, and my favourite colour <laughs> is green. Or what he's told to by the club. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Puppet. He's not even listening now. Look, he's on his phone. Yeah. Missing anyway. out punctuation. Go on, Facebook, Twitter questions. Come on. Sean said on the podcast group, which is facebook.com forward slash more than just the podcast. Podcasting tonight around 7.30pm. Views on the FA Cup tie win on pens, the whole city win, the Alpari sponsor collapse and the five-year anniversary of the two-day. Nice. All this and more on your favourite question, favorite West Ham podcast. Send in your questions before <laughs> 7.30. Um, if it's not your favourite West Ham podcast, please tell us which one is. <laughs> 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 um... Aaron Sean Watkins says, I thought the FA Cup game was brilliant. Many highs and lows, just what the two Daves want. Entertaining football. But who wants to, w- who wants to win games easily? Question for all. If we buy Song in January, do we need more midfielders who are more technically minded like him? Sometimes it feels like he's out of place. Although Downing read his pass instantly. Um, brilliantly, sorry. Can't read too much. I think he likes being top dog. Yeah, yeah you does. quite often get a Big fish where you've got, yeah. you got a player like him who you got different styles complement each other. Sean, I don't know if you know the answer to this. Chris Miles, any update on Saka? Um, is he in the UK and is it not happening? So he's in the UK. Um, but uh, I don't think there's any update at the moment. Obviously, he's got this back problem. Um, they don't think it's going to be as bad. I mean, Senegal said, you know, if he gets fit before the end of the African Nations Cup, he's got to, he can't play for West Ham. We pay his wages, you know, at the end of the day. I think we can decide that. But All right. I think FIFA. Have you got no. a thing with Senegal or something? No, it's nothing against Senegal. <laughs> they caused his problem in the first place, but that's another allegation that I shouldn't make on the podcast. Um, no, he's not fit yet, and he's, but he is in the UK. 
You know, they you want to be careful what you say about uh, African Asian shores because we actually have listeners in Africa. Mm. Yeah, well, that's fine. But I'm just saying, Senegal. You can hear them ripping up their um, wall charts. Has, as we has some problems. <laughs> they're, they're <laughs> do you know what they want to do? I'll tell you now. They wanted us. They didn't believe our um, diagnosis of him. They wanted us to put him on a plane to Senegal so they could verify he had an injury. A person with a back injury jumping on a plane to Senegal. <laughs> it would be we pretty said, bad if he jumped on it. You send someone over here. They've got no money. They're broke. The, the, the Football Association of Senegal have got no money. And um, it's like a war of words. I'm sorry, but it's not acceptable. We pay his wages. We get to decide whether he goes or not. Terry Bond says, I'm currently in Lanzarote, which is Spanish. It's warm over here, 20 degrees. So my question is, just how hot is Adrian? I would. <laughs> he is pretty hot. Is he? Yeah. All right. We'll leave it there. Then. Gary Stewart <laughs> says, my mate Daniel Gardner wants to know whether Ricardo Vazte should have been awarded a testimonial. No. No. <laughs> Who has testimonials nowadays? Players that have been at a club for a very long time. Well, they, Ryan, yeah, but not Ryan very Giggs. often. Who was Paul the last Scholes? one at West Ham? Tony Carr. Who was before Tony, Tony Carr. Carr? Do you know what the reason um, of having a testimonial was? Money. Yeah. What, like a, a pay payout? So it was a pension. So the testimonial was they had no pensions in those days and they would get a big payout to, to keep them going. Everyone's got a sort of raise a glass of as tie. Yeah, yeah. He got that goal, goal against Blackpool He scored lots of goals at the chat. I'm surprised he didn't stay in this country and go to the championship. No, it's strange. But yeah, there yeah. you go. Roger Markham said, question, if we progress further in this great cup competition, would you be happy us focusing on the cup above the league, i.e. resting players to actually win a bloody trophy? Yes, I would. Yes, yes I think we're all in agreement. The FA Cup, you get Europe, though. We're yeah. not going to go down. We no, we're not. You don't win Europe, you can't win a cup. Because Sam's teams do not go down. Sam's teams If do we not win go a down. cup, we'll happily go to Europe. I don't mind going to Europe. It's just John doesn't want to go. He's yeah. boring. He doesn't like air. Sean, will you come to Europe? Yeah, yeah? absolutely. Would you like to go Ruben Kazan away on a Thursday? <laughs> come on, we're running late. Move on. Uh, Darren Kitchen says, I was receiving a massage when we kicked off yesterday. Like the team, I was very rigid. I'm not going to read the rest of it. <laughs> um, I am going to read the rest of it. Yeah, Why not? We're all adults. Uh, like the team, I was very rigid, was opened up time and time and again and felt miserable and abused. However, after a short water break, I turned <laughs> over and adjusted my formation. Like the team, it was a completely different performance. I was left very satisfied. A very funny old game. He <laughs> <laughs> obviously had a happy ending. Uh, Ed Brown says, has Sean ever considered doing voiceover work pretending to be Richard Ayuade? Oh, from IT Crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I've been told Do you that know uh, Sean actually does the voice of Scully from Monsters, <laughs> Inc.? <laughs> Is that uh, true? Yeah. Podcast infinitely <laughs> improved by imagining it's an episode of the IT crowd talking football. <laughs> uh, Excellent. For, sorry, it's not good enough already, Ed. Uh, Gary Prince says, FA Cup was great, although thought Everton were the better team. We were terrible in the first half, but a great second half versus Hull. Couldn't care less about Alpari. Well done to the two Daves. Hopefully two Saudis will take over next. That's it. Mm. Thank you for your comments. Yeah. And so questions. Um, your, predictions. Your little thing, Sean, with your loving <laughs> with the days and that. I your little thing. What, in, what a, in a few really? years, in a few years' time, I think we'll see it's going to be when the uh, predictions money comes in Dave's and they walk away. The well, profit's not a dirty word, as I said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> predictions. Boobs. Bristol <laughs> City away. Moist. FA <sighs> Cup. Won't round. be easy. Fourth round. Do you be. know what, today I was asked to work one of the days, a day on the weekend, and I looked when the fifth round of the FA Cup was, so I didn't miss it in case it was a good tie at home. Um, so I think we're going to win 2-0. We're on BBC, yeah. by the that, way, Sunday, what, 2 o'clock kickoff. Uh, Nigel said earlier, 2-0, win. Nice. John? I, I think we'll win. I think we're doing three. We're going to go with a 1-0. I think it'll be cagey, it's on telly, and they'll be up for it, but I reckon a 1-0 mm. win. And I'm going to go for 2-1 because it's the only one left, but I do think we'll win. Well, there's a lot of positivity and love in the air. Uh, thank really? you for listening to Morning Podcast Podcast. Podcast. My name's George. I've been George. Sean's been. Sean. Reese has been. Confused. John has been. Willie. Scared at times. <laughs> Willie. <laughs> thank you for listening. 
Pull your eyes. Come on, your Come eyes. Come on, your eyes. Pull your eyes. Bye. Are we finished? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.